Hello, my sweet friend, it's Christina, and welcome to a new episode of the Art K Coach Podcast. Hello, my sweet friend, I am Christina Revalo, cake decorator, coach, and teacher, and I am here to empower my fellow cake artists to be creative and to work together as a tight cake community by providing information and opportunities for all, regardless of their level of expertise and knowledge. If you are a cake artist, cake decorator, baker, or cake enthusiast and want to be coached for success, this podcast is for you. Let me help you set achievable goals, understand that managing your time, having a positive mindset, understanding your customer, selling, using social media for your cake business, and knowing how to teach your craft are all as important as flour, sugar, and eggs. Let me share with you what has worked for me, all from a very personal and down-to-earth perspective. I want for you to put your name out there, not to be stressed with time and working hours, and to participate in cake collaborations and competitions so one day you will be that cake artist featuring a cake magazine or teaching at international events, just like me. Welcome to the Art Cake Coach Podcast. Well, hello, my sweet friend. How are you today? Welcome to another episode of the Art Cake Coach Podcast. Christina here. I'm so happy to have you all back here today. Uh, last week was my birthday celebration. I hope you liked the episode. It was a little bit all over the place, but uh, it was made with love with all the stories from our listeners and some funny stories about my birthday. And there was a giveaway. So I want to give a big, big, big shout out to the virtual bakery who won the whole month of coaching with me. I already contacted her. She's more than thrilled. Uh, turns out she speaks English and Spanish like me. So we're going to have a lot of fun together and a lot of success for her and for her business, the virtual bakery. Congratulations and thank you for participating in the giveaway from my birthday. Now, new week, new month. Today's episode is all about something that some of us find somehow hard to balance, passion and profitability as cake artist. Um, I think the number one topic in all the cake uh, forums and the cake platforms and the cake groups and communities is about pricing. Um, I guess we could do a whole podcast, not a whole episode, a whole podcast about pricing and we still won't find the correct and the right answer. And believe me, I've been searching a lot about that, but um, the first step in order to achieve or in order to not to achieve, in order to find your price as a cake artist is to identify that passion what is that you really want to put out there and that's where i'm going to help you today and take little tiny baby steps to move from just a hobby to a profitable business the whole pricing thing it's another game and there's i mean there's so much information out there. There's so many tendencies. People will tell you different things. I have heard formulas. I have heard, um, you know, a cake card is suggesting prizes. I have heard people asking for suggestions for prizes. I've seen people just copy and paste prizes from somebody else, even though their work had nothing to do with it, uh, with each other. 
Um, I have seen, and the, I mean, this is the latest one that I've heard from a money coach, actually, and it was about just to follow your heart when it comes to pricing. And that, that was a new one for me. Um, but it somehow makes sense. But this is not what the episode is about today. But before we get into the full pricing of our product, we need to find that roadmap. We need to connect the dots from a hobby into a profitable business. And that's what today's episode is all about. We all start as creative hobbies. We all started, you know, from uh, baking our kids' birthday cakes to baking something for a friend. And without even noticing, we have a business. What happens is most of the time we jump from one thing to the other without even knowing what we're doing. We, we don't know. We just, you know, one day you're giving away a birthday cake from a friend and somebody in the, in the party asks you, how much do you charge for it? And you're put against the wall and you have to come up with a price right in the spot and you say something that you're probably going to regret because you're either going to, you don't know what to do and you're going to probably price very cheap and you are really not aware of everything that is involved in a business. That happens to a lot of us. If you're listening and you can identify with it, believe me, being there, done that. That's how I started and I'm sure that's how many of us started. Um, Luckily, for some of you, started as a business. Congratulations, you're halfway there. But uh, for a lot of us, it started, uh, you know, very um, abruptly, very just putting yourself in the spotlight without knowing exactly what you're doing. And what happens is the success of a cake business depends only on this. Knowing how to transform a hobby or a passion into a profitable business. Otherwise, we're just stuck with another expensive hobby that licks money and time away from us. And that's not what we want. So let me try to provide some insights on how to make a successful path from point A to point B. I'm going to share some tips and some um, some steps that you can take in order to make it from point A to point B. Number one, set a financial goal for your cake business. Of course, when you do that, you have to understand, or you have to not understand, you have to assume that it is going to be a business. And for a business to be a business, it has to make money. So you're not there just to pay for your expenses. You're not there just to, you know, um, so the cake is this much of flour, this much of sugar, this much of of eggs and and I don't know what else chocolate I add that up and that's what I'm going to charge you no you have to make it profitable otherwise it's not going to last so number one before even you set a financial goal let's define that you do have a business and you want to achieve something with that business you want to make money you want to make it profitable doing what you love which is cake so number one set a financial goal for that business you already have the fun the creative part you have that nailed it down and for sure you're quite good at it but that will not make a business succeed i am sure you love making cakes and decorate them but if that is not accompanied by a financial goal a financial goal means i want to make this much money with this business this is the money that i need to be making in order for my business to not only succeed but to keep going okay your 
fun will be over if you don't do this. Because at the beginning, you're going to be like, yes, I'm going to decorate cakes and I'm going to buy sprinkles and I'm going to buy cutters and I'm going to buy the next tool and I'm going to buy the next turntable and I'm going to buy all of this. And when you realize, you're going to be out of money. today's episode is brought to you by Saracino. Not only because I use their products, especially their sugar paste uh, modeling products uh, called Pasta Model that I use for all my collaboration and competition pieces, but also with their free monthly magazine, We Love Pastry, a magazine filled with absolutely incredible, easy to follow and unique tutorials created by very talented artists from around the the world. We have interested interviews and blogs, and there are always ways to win products from the Saracino family. You can download it for free every month, and I will be leaving the links to their webpage so you can enjoy this great magazine every month. Thank you, Saracino, and thank you, We Love Pastry Monthly Magazine, for being part of the Art K Coach podcast. People underestimate this and soon find themselves disappointed, overbooked, tired, and with no money, or worse, losing the only capital they had. What happens is this business can be very expensive at the beginning. You have to invest and you have to buy a lot of things in order to start. So my advice to you is only buy what you need. Don't think that your cakes are going to be more successful because you're going to have a kitchen full of pans and tools and turntables and everything else. Try to be resourceful with the things that you have in your own kitchen and buy just what you need. As long as the order comes in and more clients will want different cakes, you can keep buying the things you will need. And in no time, you have a full kitchen with everything that you need. I'm work. I'm talking if you're working from home and you're just starting to transition from a hobby to a cake business. Of course, if you are set up to be a business and you have a space as a cake business, please buy everything you need right away and uh, invest in your business because that's important but that's part of starting up a business create a portfolio and then explore new things as your clients ask for it create a very simple portfolio at the beginning with i don't know maybe five to ten cakes that you can work it out with the things that you already own decorating it maybe in different colors maybe adapting it from boy to girl just so you can have something to show your client and from there your your client can ask you for more elaborate cakes but start with a simple portfolio so you don't have to buy and invest in a lot of things at the beginning always keep track of your expenses and time very important when you start your business your cake business you are going to start tracking not just how much you spend with your money but how much time you spend making your cakes because that's the only way you're going to be able to charge for your time as well. 
maybe there is a very small cake but somehow it's very complicated and you spend more time on that cake than on a large cake simple with just a couple of flowers so that time has to be added to the price of the cake it is not because it's smaller that you're going to ask for less money all of these tips are going to help you find out what is the goal that you want financially how much you're going to spend and how much you're going to earn from your business if you're here to stay if you're here playing for the long run cake business and create a business and a financial plan for your cake business i mean a business plan and a financial plan for your cake business and keep track studying your insights every quarter and pivot if necessary but always with your first goal in mind so that's number one set a financial financial goal sorry for your cake business and take in consideration all of the tips that i just gave you when you're just starting and you don't want to spend too much money at the beginning okay number two make your goal achievable and clear define a financial goal within a time frame and break it down into milestones that you can keep track and think of strategies to implement in case things are not going as planned. Always leave room for maneuver. Achievable goals are key because what happens is sometimes we, and I see this a lot with uh, my coaching sessions with my coaches, is when you start and when we start, we want to, you know, we want to take over the world. We create all of these goals and just like think, you know, dream big yes of course dream big but make goals that you know you feel them achievable because that's going to give you a sense of accomplishment imagine today i set the goal that i'm going to make one million dollars with this podcast by the end of next year that's that's a very very large wishful thinking but probably is not going to happen now if I put myself into, well, by the end of next year, I'm going to focus on having, um, let's say, 1,000 more listeners. Okay, because I already know my insights from before, and I know that 1,000 listeners is achievable. But if I say, I want to make a million dollars, how are you going to make it? What are you going to do to make $1 million with a podcast? It's a lot going on. So that's like a huge dream and of course dreaming big is great but if I set a goal that I can achieve and I achieve it is going to give me confidence to keep going so making a goals achievable and clear are, is super important number three prize for profitability and not to be the cheapest one dun, 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 dun. We, I mean should I elaborate more on this one what do you think guys um I think we have seen I mean, we have seen so many things in this cake world. I mean, this spectrum is like, you come from, I mean, you have from the cheapest to the most expensive and in both extremes sounds unbelievable for so many. And uh, there's people right in the middle. There's people who are just winging it. There's people who are actually studying how much they should charge for their cakes. But the tendency is when people start is to be the cheapest one because they feel that if you charge less, you're going to have more customers. Newsflash for you. If you charge less, you're go your customer is going to be the people who pay less. That's it. You're going to have customers for sure, 
but you're always going to have the customer that is going to ask you for a discount, that is going to say that your cakes are too expensive, that why don't you, that he can find it for less somewhere else. So you don't necessarily have to be the cheapest one. You just have to think of profitability. We can have a whole episode on pricing, like I said before. This is, and I'm, sh- I'm, I'm telling you this from a fact, this is the number one topic of discussion in all cake forms. Pricing. Pricing cakes to balance your artistic value and make it profitable can be a daunting business, but it must be done. And as soon as you start, you start doing it right. Don't wing it. I'm telling you this, and I'm going to be very honest. Like I always said, this podcast comes, this podcast comes from my heart and my experience. I did it. I did it at the beginning of my business 16, 16 years ago. Yes, I started winging it. And at the end of the first year, I had made so many cakes and I had no money because all of the money I was just charging, you know, cheap. I was charging enough to cover the expenses of each cake. I wasn't thinking on investing on new material, new tools, new knowledge. I wasn't thinking on the big picture and it went wrong. So I had to rethink it. I have to restart the next year and say, okay, this is not working. I'm just, you know, I'm just working a lot, getting very tired and not making any money. So if you think out there that you're the only one doing it, no, I did it. We all did it. I mean, most of us, I don't think all of us, but I think a lot of cake artists started like that. And don't be afraid of assuming because people are like, no, no, I know, I know my prices. I have always known my prices. No, probably not. You probably start thinking, well, if I charge less, people won't go away and they won't ask me for a discount. So uh, believe me, it's not just you. We're all been there, all done that. So what are we going to do? Look for help. If necessary, please ask for help. If you don't know what you're doing business-wise, if you don't know what you're doing pricing-wise, ask for help from somebody who knows. Maybe a fellow cake artist who's been in the business for a long time and has already established, you know, themselves in the cake world and you can see that they have a profitable business. Maybe a friend who knows about finances. Maybe your spouse or maybe um, your loved one who might know a little bit more about financial finances than you. A coach, a financial coach, ask for help if necessary. Don't just keep charging less because you think that's going to attract more customers. Don't compare yourself to others or charge what they are charging. You don't know why they're charging the way they're charging. Um, probably your um, expenses are not the same. Probably um, they are buying um, products in bulk and they're not um, buying it directly from the supermarket so they can find cheaper prices from their products. Um, you don't know where they learn what they do, if they invested on their education and they want to charge for it. You don't know. So don't charge what other people is charging, just study your work and your product before you decide how much to charge. Calculate accurate cost, uh, time, skill, and profit margin prices. Do not just charge to cover whatever you're spending on that cake, okay? Just calculate everything accurate. 
Don't be afraid to charge. Make sure you communicate to your customer the value of your work. This is where money mindset comes into place, but also one of the ways to trick you to elevate your money mindset, to think of asking for money in a positive way is to explain to your customer why your cakes are that much. But this is a trick. You're not going to say, my cakes are this much because I value my work, because I have paid for formation and I have paid for learning and I invest in my time. And no, no, because you're going to sound a little bit crazy and people are going to be like, okay, lady, sure, I'll buy your cake, whatever. No, we're not going to do that. What you're going to do is you're going to educate your customer on why you're charging the way you're charging. So let's say your customer asks you for a Minnie Mouse cake for 25 people and you charging, I don't know, $150 for that cake uh, or 150 euros, I don't know, or 100 euros, whatever you charge for that cake. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about more or less the prices that um, that I will practice today as the economy it is. Um, and you, the customer goes like, what? $150 for a cake that is just, you know, for 25 people and one tier with a Minnie Mouse on top. And then you go and you say, but maybe you do it before they ask you that. You go like, I'm going to make for you a very special handmade unique design cake with a handmade modeling chocolate Minnie Mouse using the best um, paste in the market, which is this brand that I work with. Um, the ingredients in the cake are going to be this and this and that, that I buy at a local buyer supermarket because I support the, the, I don't know, the local market. And I only take the base, I only use the best ingredients for my cakes. Um, I'm going to be spending this amount of hours creating a unique design for your kid's birthday that is going to be memorable and it's going to be tasty and it's going to be this and this and that. And it's going to be wrapped in a special package that is going to protect the cake while you transport it to your home and is going to, uh, I don't know, ensure that the cake is in the best state possible when you serve them to your guests. You see? When you show all of this to a client, the client's gonna say, "Well, that's worth that 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 is worth more than a hundred and twenty-five dollars, and I'm just paying that for all of this." Do you see the difference? Is the way you sell, sell with love, like I said in one of the episodes here. Show your customer that you're serving them, and they will pay you. They will pay you what you're charging for. But don't be afraid to charge. Okay work on that money mindset. And remember, if you need help working with your money mindset, I'm here for you. Um, last but not least, if your customer find the cake expensive, that is not your customer, period. Okay. Do not lower your value for one customer because you're missing out on many other customers that will pay your worth. Okay. You're not worth one customer taking this into consideration, we're moving on to number four on the tips on how to make your passion into a profitable business. And number four is managing time and resources 
wisely. Oh, this is the one that I love because you know I love time management. Time management is the key to balance a profitable and creative business. And I can help you with that if you need any help. Make sure you plan your time to include cake creation from idea to delivery, everything, business talk, answer emails and messages, calling clients, buying supplies, interacting with your clients and business promotion. All of this, again, we're talking before about the price of a cake. All of this is involved in the cake. It's not just, it's not just flowers and eggs. It's not just flour, eggs and sugar and a topper. It's not that it. I mean, that's not it. It's a lot of things. And most of us are doing this by ourselves, alone, nobody else. So if you see it, I mean, you should be earning as much as a CEO of a multinational company because, I mean, you do all of this. You talk about your business, you answer emails and messages, you talk to your clients, you buy supplies, you, I mean, you answer calls, you promote your business, you do social media, and you bake and create a beautiful cake for everybody else. So take that into consideration for both things, for pricing and time management. So here are a few tips on time management that you can take into account when organizing your schedule. Delegate if you can, or outsource some tasks to help you balance your time management. Um, I'm a do-it-all person. I am, I'm a Virgo and I'm a very controlling freak. So I like to do everything by myself. So I had to learn to delegate. But once you delegate to trusted people, to people that you know they're going to deliver the best service for you as well, believe me, your life gets way easier. And if you cannot afford, let's say, um, I don't know, somebody to answer your calls, or if you cannot afford somebody to do your social media with you, delegate tasks at home. I mean, I mean, you, you're probably living with your family, and on top of everything that I mentioned before, you're cleaning your house, you're picking up kids at school, you're making dinner, and you're washing the dishes. So delegate that. That will be one less thing to do. Another one, keep a clear calendar of everything that needs to be done. It's very, very, very important to keep a calendar and write everything down. You don't want to forget about anybody's birthday cake. You don't want to miss that call that you promised a client you were going to, to do. Um, you don't want to, you know, not buy the supplies at the time that you needed to buy them. So keep that calendar organized and clear. Um, keep orders and clients' communication in writing. There was an episode here with our dear uh, Karen McFadden, and um, she mentioned about the importance of talking to your clients, of calling your clients, of your clients listening to your voice. And it's absolutely true. But keep record of everything that is said. Maybe at the end of the call, you said, I'm going to write you an email with everything that we said here so you can check it out. Just answer back yes. And I know that you're okay with everything we talked about. Why? Because clients tend to say, and a lot of things, forget half of them and create ideas in their head that they probably never mention. Like, oh, I thought I told you I wanted the bow pink and not red. And you're like, no, you never told me that. Oh, but I did. And he's a client. You're not going to argue with your client, of course. Or a client, imagine you offer different flavors to your client on a call. And the client's like, well, I don't know, maybe chocolate with uh, 
um, ganache or maybe chocolate with buttercream. And then they decide, well, let's go with the ganache. But the buttercream got stuck in their head. And then they cut the case. I thought we got, you know, we agree on buttercream. And they're like, no, we agree on ganache. But it's your words, your words against them. And they're the clients. So keep everything in writing. So you will have proof of everything that is said. And also you can keep track of what your customer really wants. Um, you can go back and check in every detail. And also you have proof and access to everything that it says and agree between you and your client. Super, super important. Believe me, a lot of, I have avoided a lot of problems in my cake life because of this. As your cake coach, I am here to help you. If you want to go a little bit further in your journey to organize your time, set clear goals, maybe teach, work on your mindset, or set a roadmap for results, especially for results and success, I am here for you. Why don't you book a free discovery call with me? I will be leaving the links here in this episode so we can chat, we can talk about what you really need, and we can see if we're a good fit for each other. Remember, I have just two, well, one mission in this cake world. First is to unite the cake community as one and to make you, my cake artist, my sweet friend, understand the importance of investing in you. Like I said, I will be leaving the links here in the description of this episode so you can book a 30 minutes free discovery call with me. And just remember, in case nobody said this to you today, I do appreciate you and I want you to stay safe and stay creative. Okay, my friends, let's continue with the last two tips on how to make your passion into a profitable business. And number five is embracing creativity within budget constraints. Oh, I love this one. I love this one. Why? Because I love to think outside of the box. I love to be resourceful. I love to work with what I got and, you know, just put my creativity juices to work as much as I can. And this is what you can do if you are on a constrained budget. Create a budget for each one of your creations and make it work. If you give a budget to your clients, that's the budget with you you should stick to. What happens is we, we're doing the cake. It's like, what if I put just another bow? And what if I just you know, add some ruffles and one, and we don't add that into the cost of the cake because we already agree a cost with the, with the, with the client, right? So when you work within a budget constraints, you make your creation work within the budget that you have that will spark your creativity and make you think out, think, I'm sorry, outside of the box without damaging your business plan. Embrace limitations as growing opportunities and not as problems, okay? This, I will say, is one of my last resources. But when I'm faced with one of this, I like it. I like it. It's a challenge and I love a challenge. Last but not least, number six is cultivating a sustainable work-life balance. This is super important. I mean, this is my mantra, this is what I said to my cake artist every single day. I think this is the reason why I started all of this, the coaching, the podcast, because I cannot believe how many people sacrifice their own well-being, their family time, their, you know, their relaxing and me time 
for fulfilling a last minute order from a client that is probably asking you for a discount and you're not sleeping or waking up at crazy hours to bake because a client says it's going to pick up the cake at six in the morning. Who picks up a cake at six in the morning? It's like, no, organize yourself, people. If your party is in the morning, you pick up the cake the day before, you keep it in a freezer. I mean, all of this, I'm sorry, I just get passionate about this because I cannot believe how many of my cake friends, my fellow cake artists are just... I mean, you're spreading yourself to thing. And what happens, I, 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 I mean, I've lived it myself, not to this extreme, but I've seen it in the K community. People just getting sick, people getting tired, stressed, depressed, overwhelmed, overweight, all of this because of the stress caused from not balancing a work life. Being overwhelmed burnout and tire will impact your creative process and as a result your profitability is just like that your cakes are not going to be the same if you're tired if you're burnt out if you're sick and if you you just can't stand on your own feet practice self-care a healthy work-life balance remember that your business is a reflection of you so let me give you a few tips for this it's okay to say no it's more than okay. If you have a client that calls you two days before and tells you that he needs a wedding cake for Saturday, no. Like, I'm sorry. I need to put, first of all, you need to dedicate time to this client and you don't have it. And second, you have other clients who already pay, who are already counting on you, and you're going to take time away from them to attend the needs. It doesn't matter what happened. What is the emergency? I mean, it happens. And there are always ways to solve it, but you cannot, also, you cannot um, take that toll on yourself because you're not going to sleep, you're not going to, to, to rest, you're not going to dedicate time to your family for a person, for a last minute order that is not going to, I mean, they should pay more, but they're probably not, and it's not necessary, that will be another, I mean, clients, you don't run out of clients, because that's another thing. People think you're missing, they're missing out. They're missing out to the next client. No, there will be another client. If you're doing your business right, there will be another client. Not that client that calls you last minute. I mean, how many times I've had clients calling me at midnight for a cake for the next day for a birthday? It's like, didn't you know this person's birthday was tomorrow like a year ago? It's like, no, no, I'm going to say no. So saying no, it's okay. With a clear financial goal, you know how many cakes you can make and when to stop accepting orders. If your plan is set, if you know to make this amount of money a month to either keep my business going or to make a profitable business, I need to make, I don't know, X amount of cakes a month. So if you are on that mark, you don't need to accept more cakes and you can take the time. It's okay. Learn, look for a coach if necessary, for a friend or a therapist, or even invest on new classes and courses to keep you positive and well-balanced. Invest in things outside of the cake world, whatever it is. Take dancing lessons, go to the gym, go for a walk with your dog, um, I don't know, learn another language, whatever that will be a time for you away 
from the cake business because learning a new cake decorating technique is actually an investment for your business. So it's not about you, it's about your business. So take that time to invest in you. Maybe go through a therapist if you need to talk to somebody or hire a coach if you need to talk to somebody, but something that has that is outside of the cake world. Network with fellow cake artists. This is so important and people forget about this. There's so many groups. Cake Friends Stay Creative is here, guys, just for you. Because that way, you know that you're not alone. There's a lot of us with the same struggles, with the same issues. And I mean, having that companionship, having that friendship with other cake artists, believe me, it's transforming. It really gets everything into perspective. So to conclude today's episode, let me just recap because I've been talking a lot. Let me just recap. What are the strategies or the ideas that I share with you today in order to make your passion for cake decorating into a profitable business. Number one, set a financial goal for your cake business. Number two, make your goals achievable and clear. So you will feel that, you know, that sense of accomplishment when you get to the finish line. Number three, price for profitability and not to be the cheapest one. We will do another episode on pricing for sure, but, and I'm going to call some experts. I'm going to call people with different opinions and views so you can get a whole picture and decide what to do with it. Number four, managing time and resources wisely. Love it. Time management. That's my thing. And I'm here to help you if you need any help on this part. Embracing creativity within budget constraints that can make you spark your creativity and really make you think outside of the box without damaging your business plan. And finally, cultivating a sustainable work-life balance. Let me just recap this one because this one is so important. It's okay to say no. With a clear financial goal, you know how many cases you need to make and when to stop accepting new orders. Learn, look for coaches or a friend or a therapist or invest in, t- in classes and activities that make you keep positive and well-balanced and network with your fellow cake friends, artists, so you know that you are not alone. I can only, only invite you to do all of this and if you need any help, if you need a hand, with any of the things that I mentioned before, remember, I am here to help you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you, guys. I love being here every Tuesday with you. And stay tuned for most more episodes next uh, every Tuesday, every week. And for now, I will leave you as I always leave you, my friends. Stay safe and stay creative. See you next time. My sweet, sweet friend, if you like this episode, if you love this podcast, I will kindly, kindly ask you to leave me a started review, whatever you're listening to this episode that is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and I think a couple of other ones, but in any of those, just leave me a review, leave me a couple of stars or five stars if you like it, (laughs) so people will find this episode, the algorithm would put it out there, and more of our K community will benefit from it share it with your friends download the episode and share them Uh, share them on your social media and tag me because i will answer you back 
Of course I will. And、uh, send me comments. Send me your review. Tell me your feedback. Even if you don't agree with anything that I say, I would love to hear your opinion. You can find me in any of my social media accounts. I will be leaving the links here on this episode description. I'm on Facebook as the Art Cake Experience. I am on Instagram at Christina underscore the Art Cake Experience. Or you can even find me on YouTube. My YouTube channel, the Art Cake Experience channel. So thank you so much for listening. And please, please, please leave me your review and leave me your comments and your feedback. I would love to hear what you have to say about any of this episode.